millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Is that there's disparities White people. Well, I don't, I don't know I'm if that's... I'm going to say it. Yeah. White people. It's okay. I don't know if that's necessarily so true. I mean, like, can you... Yes, that is right. Due to popular demand, we're revisiting the Vice debate panel on Asian Americans. We're going to talk about it. We're going to delve into it. If you remember from part one, we actually had some agreement overall with the panel that Asians are distinct from one another. They each have their own interesting cultures and have different paths through America, different contributions to our country. But overall, part one was consumed with the absolute utter domination of one Vince Dow, who you can follow on Twitter and YouTube right here, over the left-wing panelists, mostly represented by this purple-haired woman and this young-looking Indian person. But today, we're actually going to broaden the spectrum. Today, we're going to talk about the domination and contributions of Vish and Joyce, who actually did a stellar job. It's just the way that Vice edited this original panel. It seemed like everybody was going at Vince in the first half, and then it kind of opened up, and you saw that there's a variety of opinion as well as a variety of cultures. And we will also be revisiting arguments that absolutely stink, that don't pass the smell test. And speaking of smell tests, that brings us to our sponsor, which is Scentbird. So let's toss it over to them, then come back over here and discuss this whole thing on the other side. I am so happy today to be partnering with Scentbird. For those of you who are unaware, Scentbird is a subscription-based fragrance service that seeks to empower each and every individual through Scent. Now, Scentbird lets you choose a designer fragrance each and every Every month for just $17. Upon your selection, you will be sent something like this, which comes in a protective case in order to cover the glass and a 30-day supply of that scent. So you open this up and you can see it's actually a significant amount. Then you just pump it and it's all good. Now this one right here is actually Sugarful, which is a perfume that really announces its presence. I can't wait to gift this to my fiance, who by the way, was actually a Scentbird subscriber prior to this sponsorship. Now while Scentbird has a ton of bold scents that really make a statement, I would definitely recommend Purple Noon from Oso oh Vare if you're looking for something a little bit more subtle. Now in that vein, my personal favorite scent for myself definitely has to be French Leather from Memo. I'm more in the camp of subtler scents for myself and this manages to both fill that niche while also being distinct and as somebody who's particularly sensitive to scents, this is something that I can actually wear which is something that I value a lot. 
So you just spray it on, wear it all day, and this bottle will easily last you 30 days so you could determine whether you like it. And considering that perfume and cologne bottles can easily go for well over $150 to even $300 a piece, I think $17 is an easy entry point for you to be able to try some of the scents you like. And as far as brand names, they have Versace, they have Gucci, they have all the big ones you know about, as well as a bunch of indie brands that you might be interested in exploring for yourself, like Skylar. And to make this whole proposition sweeter for members of my audience, Scentbird is going to give you your first month at a 55% discount when you use the promo code AJW55. That's $7 a month for your first scent. Try it out. Get on board. Join the community. Scentbird.com. Promo code AJW55 to get you started. That is Scentbird.com. Promo code AJW55. So where we last left off, Vince Dow was absolutely dominating, devastating, and humiliating specifically these two individuals. And then this girl, when she was trying to argue against assimilation, for some reason brought up Japanese internment, which is the separating out, not the coming together of peoples which is what we find in assimilation did you think the japanese internment was a good thing because that was a real assimilation situation you know what i mean <laughs> no, I, you I, recognize I don't, I don't. that the term assimilation has negative history now i was baffled by how dumb this argument was i was baffled that it was said by an allegedly sentient human and i was baffled by the fact that people were nodding in agreement as she was making this nonsensical point and that is where i had to cut off the video that's where i had to end it because there's only so much i can take and even days later i still don't have an answer for how she brought this up and thought it was a valid argument however the conversation actually tended to progress after that and it moved into different issues involving racial and ethnic groups and conflict and all that and i want to get into that in this half of the video for me like i don't think race should be an issue in any anything like when we want to make a decision we should not put race as a factor living in new york city we're in the melting pot of the world so i haven't actually experienced any of these biases and if we keep continuing to live on remembering how history was, we're never going to move further. So I identify myself as American. And in this country, it's the only country where a homeless person can be a millionaire the next day. So based on capitalism, we all have an opportunity and we should not use race as a factor in either getting ahead or depriving ourselves of opportunity. So what's great about Joyce's opening salvo is that it really does reach in and grab your American spirit. She doesn't want race as a factor in our society. She wants to move past that and she wants to embrace the capitalistic society that we have, which provides opportunities for all people and allows people to ascend to greater heights than they can ascend to in other places in the world. On top of that, she actually touches on, even though they might have edited out more of it, or they might have done something in order to alter it, the actual issue or an actual issue that is facing Asian Americans. We talked a lot about their success in our society, how Indians are the top income earning demographic, how Asians overall, even Asian women out earn white men in this country, but... And we should not use race as a factor in either getting ahead or depriving ourselves of opportunity. That key point, right? there cuts to the heart of some of the barriers that they're facing i.e through affirmative action which actually penalizes Asians significantly despite the fact that the policy is sold to us as a redress against past racism by white people against black people 
and it hurts Asians the most. It doesn't make any sense, and I can understand why Joyce would come to these sensible conclusions and present herself in this way at this point, because this is one of the institutional barriers that really does work against Asian people. I have a question directly related to the fact that you live in New York, right? Yeah. And you're an Asian woman. There have been significant high crimes towards Asian women that were all over the news. Did that affect you? And how, what were your thoughts on that? The I mean, government is telling us that it's Asian hate, but that's not the real issue. The real issue is actually that these people were mentally ill and they were let out. They're both can or, be the issue, right? Yeah, it, it, can, be, it can simultaneously exist as issues. You can't say that it's Asian hate and use that as propaganda. To- propaganda. So again, I have to talk about the immaturity of the lefties on this panel. As you guys could see in the first clip that I showed, this guy was again overexpressing himself, nodding his head no as this woman was talking. And one of the things that I noticed while watching this particular clip, where they started to talk about the crimes being committed against Asians, is that the person in the back of Filipino descent is covering his mouth because he's so shocked that she identified the issue of mentally ill people and people being released over and over again onto our streets. But there is one key crucial point that really cuts to the heart of the anti-Asian hate sentiment in this country and whether or not that's real or propaganda. I, I feel like also to just say that these people propaganda. are mentally ill is a kind of an ableist. So again, somebody else is talking, somebody on her side is talking, and the immaturity is just dripping from this person. And it's the whole time she's been acting out in this way not showing any respect to any of the other panelists that disagree with her and in this instance not even showing respect to somebody who's going to repeat some other woke nonsense but to cut to the heart of what Joyce is talking about the fact of the matter is a lot of these crimes against Asian people have been happening all along in major cities they have been victimized due to a bunch of other reasons that aren't actually related to Asian hate largely it's because of stereotypes which you could say are rooted in hate that asians carry a lot of cash on them so they become targets for robberies and all other manner of issues but the point is that the idea that all of these should be reclassified as hate crimes is the propaganda the idea that it's about hate against asians as an ethnicity rather than these other factors and pretending that it only became a thing after the coronavirus is also quite propagandistic is just absurd, and that's really what Joyce seems like she was trying to express to me in her initial opening salvo into this conversation. I feel like also to just say that these people are mentally ill is a kind of an ableist argument, too, because there's plenty of people who are mentally ill who are not going out and killing like Asian people on the street. So I didn't talk a lot about this girl because she's not among the most outrageous people in part one. However, I did point out that her statement, the one that we covered in the first part of this video, was a nothing statement. It added nothing to the conversation, and this is just the same. She just said, it's ableist, which, you know, racist against the disabled, to say that mentally ill people are committing these crimes because not every mental ill person commits crimes thank you for that thank you for the not all thank you for clarifying that for nobody out there in the audience because everybody understood that she's obviously talking about the people who do have mental illnesses who are committing the crimes because when we talk about problems we typically highlight the problem we don't talk about the people who are not the problem all these attacks that you're seeing the videos of in san francisco new york city newsflash they're not being prosecuted as hate crimes so the more correct way to look at it is 
is what is the primary perpetrator of violence mm, against mm, Asians overall, mm. right? Because if we talk about these videos, we have to count them in the, the statistics, and we're not doing that. And when we do that, we find, well, I'll tell you this, the yeah. plurality top perpetrator of violence against Asians, number one, it's not happening in rural America, and number two, it's not being done by white people. Again, Vince Zhao dropping the truth bombs right here. I heavily featured him in part one. I will continue to feature him throughout the course of this video, but I also want to note that this guy, no respect at all, going uh, uh, against uh, Asians, making noises throughout the whole course of him talking, just a sign of a lack of emotional discipline, a lack of maturity, and considering I was actually told after the first video that that Vince Dow is apparently 19 years old. He is not only schooling these people on the facts, but he's schooling these people on how to behave like an adult, despite still maybe technically being a teenager. I could be wrong. I did not seek out and verify his age, but it is amazing to see these people fail and flop and all become uncomfortable when he talks about the actual demographic of people that is most likely to be committing these crimes. And he also added in, by the way, that these are not actually hate crimes. Oh, the vast majority of them are not actually hate crimes. When it comes to Asian hate, the perpetrator is not a white supremacist anymore. Correct. That's all I'm saying. So that's, that's the all problem. That I'm saying. Like, we don't want to blame one race for violence when that's actually not true. So again, Joyce coming in here pointing out the obvious that they are trying to redirect the blame for these attacks. And by the way, these people don't want to blame any specific race of people. They're just against anti-Asian violence, but they definitely don't want to blame the group that is not primarily responsible for this, which is white people. Is it white people? Is it white people? It is white people. Are these attacks it happening is white in people. I literally looked up statistics. So the purple-haired, most immature, most ridiculous person who apparently always says white people in that weird way every time she says it, is saying she looked up some statistics and it definitely is white people. So first of all, no crime statistics show this. Not at all, because it's just factually untrue. You can see video after video if you want the anecdotal examples. But again, by the statistics, this is just not backed up by reality. Likely, she looked into this so-called study by a left-wing organization seeking to obfuscate who the perpetrators are behind these crimes. That was thoroughly debunked by Nuance Pro in this video, which will be linked in the description. It's absolutely fantastic. Definitely recommend you check it out out but here's the long and short of it what this organization ended up doing in that study that this person is citing because the left wing needs some kind of studies in order to deny reality and if you don't have them if it's not borne out by the facts you just manufacture them was examine reports of anti-asian attacks via newspaper reports where the perpetrator was identified by their race and it turns out our news media tends to identify white perpetrators and doesn't identify black perpetrators, which is something, if you've been a fan of this channel, you already knew and you already acknowledge as a bias that the mainstream media has. And to make this even more ridiculous, this article actually made the claim that in the year 2020, only three violent attacks against Asian people for the whole year were perpetrated by black Americans. Just three total, based on the idea that only three of the newspaper articles that they looked at actually identified a violent black perpetrator. Now, we actually did videos on this channel about Asian hate at the time. 
And in those videos, we went over three different stories that happened in the same week of actual murders by black people against Asian people. So you know that this is just definitely not true and absurd. As Nuance Bro elegantly laid out in his video, the only thing that this study actually proved in relation to anti-Asian attacks is that the news media is being willfully ignorant, denying and suppressing the information about the perpetrators for the sole purpose purpose of obfuscating the issue. You do not have to be white to perpetuate white supremacy. No one's saying it's not hard to govern a heterogeneous society, but it is possible to do a lot better than the way that we're fucking doing it right now. It's like, we've banked on this myth of white adjacency more than this model minority myth of like, instead of aligning ourselves with the black community who've been fighting for racial justice yes. and liberation, right, and, and acknowledging our own privilege and putting our bodies on the line to fight for these movements, instead we banked on white adjacency and here we are. So this guy says, oh, you don't have to be white to be a white supremacist. How convenient. I mean, they want to blame each and every one of their problems on white people but now when the evidence doesn't show that it turns out he's gonna go with oh the black people that are attacking asians are actually white supremacists and honestly it's the asians fault because they decided to be white adjacent instead of rallying with the black people that are attacking them due to white supremacy what the hell is this guy saying and why does he sound like he's crying as he's talking this is one of the most pathetic displays i've ever seen and again if you remember in part one this guy brought up black lives matter then hey guys editing sean here you know how i said that this guy tends to go to the black lives matter thing almost all the time 100 of the time well it turns out that he actually is that kid who got into stanford even though he just wrote for his college essay black lives matter a hundred times so this is his grift. This got him into Stanford. So he's going to take that all the way to the house in every interaction in his life. Instead of aligning ourselves with the black community who've been fighting for yeah. racial justice yes. and liberation, right? And, and acknowledging our own privilege and putting our bodies on the line to fight for these movements. Instead, we banked on white adjacency and here we are. And even here, he can't help himself. He's still bringing up non-Asians in a conversation about Asians. And again, note the fact that people are nodding along with this nonsense. But Vince Dow is going to take it to him, take it to his house, slam dunk in his face, because that's how he rolls. Still being pushed. Yeah. What, what is, for, okay, right. First of all, what exactly is white adjacency? Is it working hard, having families? I didn't, no, having, no, like, no, no, I don't, no, no, no. I don't understand what the issue is. So Vince, once again, comes right at the dumb argument and smacks this guy down after he decides to switch up his term from model minority to white adjacency. Now, we talked about earlier in the previous video about how these people don't even understand the sociological phenomenon that was being documented in the essay that supposedly put forward the myth of the model minority. That essay was specifically about how Japanese Americans were discriminated against, not just in World War II, not just after World War II, but since they started coming here in around 1880. And despite that discrimination, through their culture, through their communities, they were able to become successful Americans. So they moved on with that, and now they're saying it's white adjacency, and Vince Dow's pointing out, is having strong families and working hard white qualities? Like, what the hell are you talking about? And to be clear, Asians are better. They outwork white people in this country. It's proven out by the numbers. 
and they're better at having stable functioning families. So if anything, white people should emulate Asian people and the successes they've had because they're doing it way better in this country. But then number two, wait, let me finish my point. I think, I think it is gaslighting when, again, the majority of violent attacks against Asians are not being perpetrated by white people to blame white supremacy. A hundred percent true. It is gaslighting. And that's the thing is that this guy has some weird non-white version of white guilt. I guess you can call it Asian guilt in this circumstance where he sees how successful Asians are in this country likely comes from a successful home. And when he sees Asian people, by the way, and they're East Asians that are typically being attacked in these manners, they're not South Asians. So he's also obfuscating on an issue that actually doesn't impact him all that much. He decides to go with, oh, well, that must be because Asians, I'm guessing East Asians, are too white adjacent. Therefore, they had it coming because they're not teaming up with the black people in their struggle for liberation, even though those are the people who are attacking them based on white supremacy. Again, there's no logic to it, but we don't need to expect any logic from him because all he's been doing this whole time is overreacting in emotionally undisciplined manners. White supremacy as a construct is this idea like that the norm of American is whiteness. Yes. That whiteness is the default. Standard. That whiteness is the standard that we all ought to aspire to. And we it's not just talking that. about KKK. Yeah. It's not talking about lynchings. It, it's about a mentality that we have absorbed. This is the cringiest thing I've ever seen. She's just repeating the last word that this person says. Again, making her by far and away the most obnoxious person on this panel. And by the way, probably more obnoxious than any of the feminists on the Sydney Watson panel. Model minority if, if I'm not wrong, I actually think that Asian Americans did create that first and foremost to push the notion that we are dangerous away. First to say that, like, no, we belong here because I promise you we will not cause harm to you. And that has trickled down now into becoming almost a curse. You are wrong. You are wrong. A hundred percent. The model minority myth, it's not a myth, the model minority is an idea, a sociological phenomenon that comes specifically from Japanese Americans. It wasn't created by Japanese Americans, it was observed by a sociologist as we went over in the previous video. Again, the article came out January 9th, 1966. I implore you to read it because it talks about the harsh discrimination that Japanese Americans face, and it also talks about how Japanese Americans specifically... And it cites Jewish Americans as another example of this phenomenon appear to have overcome that discrimination. It doesn't downplay. It doesn't deny the discrimination or anything like that. It's also written by a sociologist. They tend to be left wing. So the idea that this is some evil right wing document or in this case, it was created by Asians. Again, it's not about all Asians. It's about Japanese people. Please read anything. You people who talk nonstop about how we don't know our history. Can you learn the actual history? of this thing is that too much to ask and then you'll know everything you're saying is completely wrong i don't understand why everybody's so hurt about like being described as a model minority for me it's like well i want to be the best i want to be the smartest i want to be the toughest the model minority thing i've never thought about it because i'm too focused on trying to be a model american the childish reactions are unstoppable you just saw that girl who was dead wrong completely embarrassingly so about the model minority react to him saying i don't know why people are getting bent out of shape about people calling asians the model minority 
I want to be the best. I want to achieve. Again, somebody who has a good head on his shoulders, who's looking to progress forward, and considering the success of Asians, not just East Asians, but South Asians in the United States of America compared to the general population, this is the winning attitude. This is something that all of us in America should emulate because the proof in the pudding is in the taste, and that taste is success. When I say the word stop Asian hate, what does it mean to you? Scam. I agree. Why? I see it as the same way as the BLM organization. It's just a cudgel meant to divide Americans on racial, like racialized language and racialized ideas that are not really congruent with reality. Again, totally on board with Vish right here. He didn't get enough due. Maybe it was in the edit in the first half of this Vice segment, but he really hammers it home. And he just drops scam so boldly. And you see this guy who's been overly emotional the whole entire time make another ridiculous face just going to show you how absurd this freaking panel actually is. The Stop Asian Hate Movement, you know, makes a big fuss about white supremacy. So I find that to be a scam in a similar way that BLM makes a boogeyman out of cops and white cops and white people and white supremacy and all that. It's all the same language and all the same sort of ideas that are being used to divide Americans and basically put Asians in fear of something that I personally do not think. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. So Vish just absolutely killed it right there. And what's really important for you guys to understand is that even if Asians vote majority Democrat, which, by the way, a lot of these people are from New York City and Asians in New York City actually voted around 40 percent Republican for Lee Zeldin because they know about the issues of crime and they're starting to move in that direction. This is how they feel at home. There's no excuses. It's all about what you can do and you can succeed. This idea that all these barriers are out there in the ether white supremacy is holding them down is not something that's taken root in the Asian community, but it's 100% true that the Democratic Party is seeking to push these divisions because they believe in this broad intersectional coalition that is going to lead them to perpetual political victories and Asians not doing what they're told, not joining up as quote-unquote people of color isn't really going to help that goal. I mean, I agree with everything he says because they're basically weaponizing it and making us victims. But we're not victims. We have friends that are of different races. If you start to use the word hate, hate will continue. Hate is a very strong word. Straight up said it right there, 100% in agreement. And even though this is an all-Asian panel, I find it quite interesting that different Asians, completely distinct from one another, are coming to these same conclusions. And again, she's like, we're not victims. Victims, we're not going to play the victim. That is not how we roll. And this is one of the reasons why Asian cultures are often described as achievement cultures, because what you're seeing is somebody Taiwanese who is seeking to achieve. Well, um, it's referring to murders, yeah. people getting attacked in broad daylight, elders getting bashed in the head. I, I fear for my mother-in-law going on walks. I ask her to make sure she's not walking around when it's getting dark. So it's very real. Getting murdered for being Asian is as hateful as it gets, is it not? Why are we afraid to just say out loud, let's stop Asian hate? It is happening in astronomical numbers. Studies have shown the increase. And where did it come from? Right after the COVID blast of people saying, oh, it's the Chinese virus. So again, we have the Democratic Party line straight from the mouth of this person who actually is in conflict for herself because she tells her elderly relatives not to go out at night, but she thinks that the evil white supremacists due to trump calling it the china virus are actually the reason why elderly asians aren't safe this is patently absurd and ridiculous it's about to get obliterated but i just want to point out that the animosity against middlemen minorities which is a role that asians often function by black americans is not new it's well documented i've showed this clip before but i think it is very instructive for me to show it again 
why are we the victims? I mean, my friends are good Christians. I mean, we've been through so much and to go through this. I mean, everything, 22 years down the drain. What can I say? Uh, you know, I don't have any word to say. This looks a comeback, John. George Huang woke this morning to find his mini mall burnt to the ground. A loss of a million and a half dollars and a lifetime of dreams and effort. I don't mind that. Whatever they need to take it out. But why they thrown out the property? That's I don't, that's my question. In this overwhelmingly black and Hispanic area, Koreans own many of the small businesses. They're insular, they employ their own, they keep to themselves. Blacks say that's the problem. I'm not surprised that the Koreans got targeted because their prices are high, their attitude is wrong. And they just don't seem to have any respect for the black community. It's from the 90s riots, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a hint. The L.A. riots in the 1990s were not caused by the evil orange man saying China virus. Here's a radical idea. Okay, you guys ready? No, I'm not. So there's a lot of violence happening. A lot of it's against Asian people. A lot of it is happening in cities. Crazy idea, I know. Then maybe it's not a good idea to let criminals out of jail. Uh, maybe it's not a good idea to defund the police, neuter the police's ability to have any degree of law and order in our streets. And maybe you wouldn't have so much violence happening against so many different types of vulnerable people. I mean, this is just the truth of the situation. So again, Dow brings up the criminal justice reform issue because in reality, what this actually correlates with is not people saying China virus from the White House. It correlates with bail reform and all manner of different left-wing criminal justice reforms that lets out violent repeat offenders who should never be on the streets in the first place to attack these people only to repeat these crimes over and over again. The fact of the matter is, these people aren't willing to do what is necessary, which is acknowledge who's committing these crimes, acknowledge that our system is going too soft on them, and acknowledge that the victims of criminal justice reform turned out to be disproportionately Asian in order to solve the crime. You can trace New York City's problems and New York State's problems, but there's a lot of Asians in New York City, specifically to bail reform and not to Trump saying the China virus. Again, black people overwhelmingly vote Democratic. The idea that they're listening to the evil orange man, the Republican, and attacking Asians because he said China virus makes no sense. It's not backed up by reality it's not supported by the facts and again most of these crimes are crimes like robbery assault and other things that aren't even hate crimes they're just being lumped in with them in order to bolster their numbers to go after president trump isn't it insane that trump's out of office and these two individuals one of which says she's afraid for her elderly relatives to go out at night in new york city are more interested in a political victory against the ghost of Donald Trump than actually solving the problem and making their communities safer. This is the impact of leftist indoctrination. It's driving these people insane to attack their own relatives or support policies that lead to the attacks against their own relatives, and they ought to be ashamed of that. The problem with saying stop Asian hate and just saying stigma, whatever, is that it misses the real core of the problem. The real core of the problem is that there is lawlessness and mass violence and mass crime happening in cities. I think the Stop Asian Hate movement comes from woke left-wing social movement to kind of make it into this argument of like minorities being persecuted when I don't think that's the core of the problem. I think the core of the problem is like, it's just dangerous in our city. Vincent Dow just devastating the whole panel right there, dropping the truth bombs. But what I find really interesting is that I think that Vish and Joyce were also killing it throughout this panel. They just edited it in such a way because the best cut that they could possibly get 
was Vince obliterating the whole panel. If you have two more of these people who actually know what they're talking about, then all these other people don't stand a chance. And again, the body language, take note of it. Take note of the immaturity, the lack of emotional discipline. And remember that these people are so obsessed with their own personal and cultural identities, yet they are by far and away the most assimilated into a cult. This girl is doing the purple hair. This dude has all the mannerisms of a regular LGBT Brooklynite. So these people are totally assimilated, Americanized on the left wing side, talking about how they have to preserve their cultural heritage, which they reject in every possible way in favor of a victim heritage. Originally, when you ask what stop Asian hate means to you, the first word that popped in my mind was ignorance. It goes beyond more about more than the way that people were just like acting out and attacking people. Some people were avoiding other people. Some people were like, oh no, you can't go over to that house because they're Asian, they're Japanese, they're Chinese. So things that never happened for $10,000. Nobody was saying you can't go over to that person's house because they were Asian, because I got news for you. Asians weren't the ones committing the violence, you utter buffoon. Also, this guy's Hawaiian. There's no way that people thought that Samoans were behind the Asian hate. This guy looks more Hispanic. I feel like I got relatives that might look closer to him than some of these other East Asians on the panel. That also is a, a version of hate. So, like, before we go too far into, like, the specifics of, like, crime, there was even just, you know, social injustices, and that is one of the things that I think that people might overlook. There was even just social injustices. Yeah, before we go into crime, aka the actual injustices, let's talk about the social injustices, aka people didn't want to go over to Japanese people's homes. Again, people weren't going over to people's homes because of the virus, but who would avoid a Japanese person's home because of danger? They do not commit violent crime. The same is true with koreans the same is true with all manner of asians with notable exceptions but yeah who's avoiding them okay are asians invisible in american politics are they visible do asian americans have political power let's take visibility not visible enough but that is a consequence of the mentality towards politics for a lot of Asians. You don't participate in the system, nobody's going to care what you have to say, period. So while it is true, if you don't participate in politics, you're likely not going to get your agenda put forward. But I do want to point out that one of the reasons why Asians are quote-unquote invisible in politics is because Asians are successful and typically people go into politics due to grievances. Which is why... I've made it a point to participate in the system. You know, I don't go around saying, well, I'm Asian. That's why I deserve to be here. But just me being in the room is a step above what's kind of the the sort of awareness, the political awareness of specifically the Indian community, in my opinion. You know, that's that's been my experience. So I don't think that they're visible enough. And the reason they're not visible is because they don't participate and do the work behind it. There's a lot of Asians who don't vote because they don't want perks from the government. They don't need perks from the government because they're doing fantastically. So I actually don't think it's a fault of the Asian communities that they're not participating in politics. I think it's a symptom of success, much like asking for political change and demanding the government to solve your problems is a symptom of failure and a failure's attitude that pits your problems on other groups of people, which is something that most Asian cultures don't do. Again, 
Achievement cultures tend to emphasize what you do, what you put out into the world, how you can improve yourself rather than how you can bend society to your whims in order to make your unproductive behaviors productive. This is one of the reasons why Asians don't participate in politics that much. Now, I welcome them into the political arena. I welcome this person. I'm sure we agree on 75 to 85, maybe 90 percent of issues, but that's why they don't participate in politics. And again, this is an observable phenomenon that you can see represented in our country time and time again with successful minorities versus unsuccessful minorities. When when Kamala became um, vice president, there wasn't really that much support that I saw from the Asian community. And she's, she's our first Asian American woman to be elected in such a high position of office. So where is the support? Just because she may not look a specific way. So what you're saying is that the broader Asian American community, which might include East Asians and otherwise, didn't speak up enough for having a South Asian person like Kamala Harris of mixed mm-hmm. race become vice president of the United States. So yeah. Divisions within itself. Yes, yes. So they bring up Kamala Harris and how, oh, East Asians didn't speak up enough for Kamala Harris. This is one of the reasons why I opened part one by pointing out that the classification of Indians with like Chinese people, Taiwanese people, Japanese people, Korean people doesn't make any sense. I mean, in India alone, they have a bunch of different ethnic groups and religious divisions and all that, so it doesn't even make sense to just label a billion people in India Indian, because they have their own distinctions, but they have virtually nothing in common with Asians, East Asians, in this country or worldwide. So the lumping of them together and the idea that a Korean is supposed to get something out of Kamala Harris being half Indian makes no sense at all. It doesn't even follow the strain of identity politics. But again, for convenience, they lump in all Asians when it's working towards a left-wing goal. And the left-wing goal is unabashedly embracing Kamala Harris. Like, I did not see very many East Asians come out and be like, you know, Asian-American representation. So I want to point out where she's like, oh, we didn't see a lot of these East Asians coming out and saying Asian representation. Again, why would they? There's no reason for that. And by the way, that question will be answered a little bit later. But I saw plenty of black people come out and be like, black representation. But this part in particular about how Kamala Harris was embraced by black Americans, which isn't really true. She's nowhere near as popular as a Michelle Obama or Barack Obama were in this country among black Americans is quite interesting. And I think Vish is just going to tear into this. Maybe Asians didn't feel represented by Kamala Harris. Maybe people just don't like Kamala Harris. Like, she's one of the least popular vice presidents, I believe, in, like, recent history. I don't know if it's, like, an Asian-exclusive thing. I just think a lot of people why don't think they, Why don't you think they like her? She comes off as obnoxious and pretentious, and they don't like her politics. So Vince points out that Kamala Harris is actually just not popular nationwide. It's not specifically an Asian thing, which is 100% true. She wasn't even popular in the Democratic Party. Remember, she had to drop out before the first Democratic primary due to the fact that she was so unpopular. But all this is just prelude to Vish absolutely wrecking Kamala Harris. Can I piggyback off that? Uh, I think Kamala Harris does not get the love from the Asian community because she picks and chooses when she wants to be whatever her identity is. When she's on TV, on camera, you know, I'm a black woman, blah, 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 blah. But she only claims her Indian and Asian background when she's in the fundraisers with the rich Indians. She's doing it to herself. She's dividing her identity by 
playing up, you know, code switching. I know AOC likes to use the word code switching. Code switching to the black community when she's on camera and then code switching to the Asian community when she's raising money. Don't be surprised if, you know, you only come around when you're asking for a check and then we're not we're not in the streets, you know, as hard as you would like us to be. That is such an absolutely amazing point. Honestly, I got to give this guy credit. Vish, you absolutely crushed it. In Kamala Harris's TV appearances, the way she sold by Joe Biden, the reason she was picked, by the way, which was even in the campaign book, Lucky, how Joe Biden barely won the presidency, is because she was the highest level black female in government that Biden could pick. Biden couldn't stand her, yet he brought her on board solely due to that. So Kamala Harris gets all these accolades because she's supposedly a black woman and almost never acknowledges the fact that she's half Indian. To the lovely people of Wakanda, I know you will make the right choice. And as always, Wakanda forever. Paid for by Kamala Harris. She does things like that cringy Wakanda Forever ad and all these other things to just lean into her black half. And then in certain circumstances, typically when they involve fundraising, all of a sudden she's then an Indian person. All of a sudden, then that matters. All of a sudden, when nobody's talking about it on TV and she needs a few extra bucks, that's that's what she's got to lean into. But then again, you don't go on camera wearing a dot on your head and the jasmine in your hair. Right. And so and wearing a sari. Show me a picture of Kamala and a sari. Right. When was the last time I've seen Justin Trudeau wearing Indian clothes before? Her. <laughs> you know what I mean? So don't don't give me the nonsense. Right. Like it's her, her fault that Asians don't get behind her. Absolutely savage and 100 percent true. I've seen Justin Trudeau not only wearing Indian clothes more times than Kamala Harris, but I've also seen Justin Trudeau try to be blacker than Kamala Harris in some very questionable photos that apparently the left wing is just going to give a pass because, you know, Justin Trudeau is a nice guy and he's the son of Fidel Castro. I didn't say that. I I don't know where that came from. Um, For her trying to win over people, do you think that maybe as a choice to not represent that, to be more relatable to the masses could be the reason why she acts the way that she acts? I don't know. So this question, this setup is like, oh, do you think she's not leaning into her Indianness or her Asianness because Asians are not relatable? Again, notice how these lefties cannot ever blame a person for their own individual behaviors if they're not a white person and instead try to blame white people when he's saying oh maybe she's doing that for white people but we just got through him saying that she was doing that for black americans to be the first black female woman all about being black and yet this guy goes to white people and then vish gives this great question and gets an unbelievably stupid answer are you saying asians are not relatable to the american public yes to some yeah no to some oh yes they're not relatable i mean i mean to some i mean to some after you mock me and by the way I know I talked about facial expressions. This one was totally appropriate in response to that. I think Kamala exists. It's politically and expedient. You kind of saw this when Biden shows her. She exists to basically appeal to like the woke diversity mob. Like that's the truth. Biden said, I'm going to pick a woman. And then he said, I'm going to pick a woman of color, quote unquote, ended up with Kamala Harris. And I just think that a lot of people outside of Ivy League educations find that stuff off-putting. In general America, a lot of people of all different colors are very off-put by 
her entire political presentation in existence. So what's great about this is that Vince Dow lays out the fact that, that Kamala Harris was never intended to appeal to Asian people, never intended to really appeal to black people. Remember, Joe Biden was actually significantly popular among black Americans. That's one of the reasons why he trounced Bernie in the Democratic primary. He was meant to appeal to these woke people that prioritize race, sex, and all that stuff above anything else. I mean, how many people during the primary were going after people for supporting the crime bill and all of that when there's all these clips of Kamala Harris being a vicious prosecutor that they just let fall by the wayside? Why? Because Kamala Harris was never about anything that she thinks says or does she was about the representation for the well-educated wealthy progressives who are majority white by the way just because they're off put by the women diversity, black people a woman in leadership i, I want to chime well, in uh, well, apparently apparently even like women of color and black women even like that's what we talked about rating in general sucks i agree right, because let's, she let's, sucks. so of course he has to blame the fact that she's a woman she's black she's asian women empowered that's the reason why they don't like her that's the real reason it's racist sexist class oh my god this guy adds nothing and i like the fact that vince at one point gestured toward him talking about ivy league educated if this guy's actually in the ivy league i really want you to think about what our ivy league is doing the most woke students come out of the ivy league i want to hold on one point of yours which is she's a token that's that's what i heard from you sure I think Biden chose her absolutely as a token. It is 100% true that Joe Biden chose her as a token. If you read Lucky, how Joe Biden barely won the presidency, what you can see is that when he was saying he was going to pick a woman, for sure he wanted to go with Elizabeth Warren. He really liked Elizabeth Warren. However, due to the Black Lives Matter riots, he felt like he had to pick a black female. He really wanted to pick Stacey Abrams, but since she lost her governorship, she hadn't won a high enough office to be the VP, so he ended up defaulting to kamala they actually interviewed with kamala multiple different times and he ended up looking back and forth for different candidates and ultimately because she was an attorney general in california and a senator at the time it ended up defaulting to her she was quite literally a token it is acknowledged by every campaign that this is what happened so i want to know how you respond to sort of what vince was saying that kamala harris effectively was a token a token pick because demographic boxes and specifically an asian american demographic box she wasn't picked to fill an asian american demographic box she was picked specifically post the black lives matter riots because she was viewed as the highest currently serving democratic official that was black so look overall this video this half was as cringy as the other halves i had to give some shine some highlights to these other people joyce and vish who absolutely killed it specifically on the kamala harris thing but just to give you an idea of what they're up against these people don't know basic things about American civics. I mean, I found this clip as I was ready to wrap up, and I just want to play it for you. People will scrutinize her. However, what about the the other people, other 47 presidents who've definitely done their fair share? I'd say probably worse things. Yes, <laughs> who, absolutely. Who are not nitpicked for what they are wearing or you know like maybe not fitting in enough because they already fit in but trump was president 45 and biden therefore would be president 46 yet this girl thinks that there's 
47 white presidents, meaning that she thinks the total is 48. Now, by the way, we actually have a non-consecutive serving president that counts twice. So there's 45, even if the number, even if Joe Biden is the 46th president of the United States. But for sure, there's definitely not 47 white men presidents and then that would make 48 presidents. Now look, before I close, I just want to remind you to go over to Sendbird and use promo code AJW55 so you can get that discount on your first month. Again, a possibly $150 to $300 fragrance given to you as a sample for just $7. But in conclusion of this video, I just want to say that it's honestly truly pathetic how the lefties represented themselves. They had the numerical match. They even had varieties of conservatives, so you have different levels, so people were making different arguments. A favorable edit from Vice, a host trying to steer the conversation towards their strengths, yet they fell on their face time and time again and acted with levels of maturity that you would expect from four-year-olds. Vince Dow killed it. Vish killed it. Joyce absolutely killed it. All my respect to you. Go follow them on whatever links that they have. I will link as many as I can find in the description of this video. And honestly, I'm really appreciative of the Asian communities in this country because they have proven time and time again that their achievement culture works. And that is something that we should aspire to emulate, not hate, and not try to dismiss or pin it on a conspiracy of white supremacy. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like the video, show them by leaving a like, subscribe for more content, follow me on all my social media, support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about a vice panel on Asians. Till next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.